Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Not getting enough Triple M footy? Or did you miss something and need to go back and have another listen? Get the Triple M NRL podcast. It's available right now on the Triple M NRL app. Buckle up, footy fans. Triple M rocks the NRL grand final. Two hours to kick off. Madness. 2020, due to the rapid rate of infection, we can no longer continue to play. But some kind of madness. What a year. We have made the unprecedented decision to suspend the 2020 season. Eventually, we got it back on track. And now, eight months since the first footy was kicked, the big dance has finally arrived. What a wonderful moment. What a blockbuster. This mighty team, this model of consistency, this model of success to take on the Penrith Panthers for just the fourth time in their 54-year history. They're off to the grand final. And let me tell you about the two men that matter most in this year's decider. Smith kicks straight over the head. Oh, three minutes gone. I think we've got a 40-20. There's only one Cameron Smith. Cameron Wayne Smith, the kid from Logan. The great thing about this side, we're a tough bunch, we're pretty resilient. Packed his bags and headed south to AFL town. I don't think anyone could have predicted the career this kid would have. Cameron Smith puts it right over. Smith is the Melbourne Storm, and tonight he has a chance to carry his team to Premiership glory once again. The Melbourne Storm, their greatness continues. To all the Cam Smith haters, sit down, shut up, and listen to this. 429 NRL games, the most of all time. Two Dally M's, a golden boot, eight straight Origin Series wins, a couple of premierships thrown in. Oh, and yeah, and throw in two World Cup winners medals for good measure. He is the man. But there's a young Panther on the prowl who wants to take Smith's crown. Cleary for 20. He got it. Nathan Cleary, the coach's kid. We all know what we put our hands up for. He's already won a Dallium halfback of the year, a couple of Origin series, and he plays his 100th first grade game this Sunday night. And yeah, he's only 22. more than anything is to lead his fearless Panthers side to their first premiership in 17 years. What about that for Nathan Cleary? Now Cleary's story is a little different from Cam's. He was destined to be rugby league's next superstar. The million dollar team. Who wants to be the man? Who's it going to be? The Melbourne Storm? The Penrith Panthers? The master? Versus The Apprentice. It's the 2020 NRL Premiership Grand Final for our great mates at Ream and Maccas, live from Sydney's ANZ Stadium. Triple M rocks the Grand Final. Bring it on. Oh, yeah. A grand final like we've never seen before. Late October and conditions we haven't seen for years. It is bucketing down here in the centre of Sydney and it has been that way well, pretty much all day. 
And the radar suggests it's going to remain that way. So wet weather will be a factor. And hello to everyone listening across the nation on Triple M through Triple M Sydney and Brisbane. Also Melbourne, Adelaide, Coffs Coast, Dubbo, the Riverina, the Mid-North Coast, Newcastle, of course, the Central Coast, and in Queensland through Bundy and Cairns and Central Queensland and Fraser Coast and Darling Downs and Townsville. The Border FM joins us tonight. Bendigo, Sunraysia, Goulburn Valley, Gippsland, the Limestone Coast, and Triple M Hobart joins us, I gather, for the first time this year. What we've got tonight are the two best teams in the Premiership squaring off for the title. The Young Panthers, 17 in a row against the seasoned campaigners, the mighty Melbourne Storm. They met once. It was a long time ago, way back in round six. Penrith won that night, and they're on a 17-game winning streak, of course. But these Melbourne Storm players, well, they know what winning is all about. Ryan Girdler, hello to you. Hello, Dan. Hello, everyone. Oh, you, someone sounds a bit nervous. <laughs> it's, 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 it's great to be here. This is the time of the year that the players love, and it changes lives. Uh, you're winning a grand final. Um, it defines careers. It's something that you remember when you retire, and it's never been more evident for me than this week and uh, what, it, what it actually meant uh, to win the title and what it meant just to me and my teammates, but also the community and all the people involved in my life have contacted me to tell me about their experience of this whole week for them, and it's been a, a great ride. I've enjoyed it thoroughly, and uh, it's all out there to do tonight for one of these t- sides, and one goes away a champion. That is the 2003 Premiership winner for the Panthers. Gerds has promised to be as unbiased as possible. One man who's made no such promise, 1991 Premiership <laughs> player Mark Guyer. Yeah, no, I'll be uh, very unbiased tonight. Um, Go, you Panthers! <laughs> look, it's um, 17 years. It's been a long time in between drinks, and I had uh, the good fortune to have a kind of a lag over from my... Uh, I retired in 2000, and... So 2003, I had probably five, six, seven members of that team that I played with. So it was a special win. This is a lot different. This is kind of like a a rebuild at the club. We're watching a young bunch of kids coming through together who are just enjoying each other's company like never before. We're we're seeing them express themselves on a rugby league field like never before. 17 games in a row cannot be understated in any walk of life. Um, And you know what? It's just been an amazing week. I... I forgot how good grand final week, week was because it's been so long since the Panthers have been in it. This week, it's, I know Gers can probably attest to this, we've, we've been inundated with... I've actually done an interview in Hobart this week for the first time ever. <laughs> and I loved it. Um, and I, I think these young guys tonight would, will be full of nerves, as you should be. If you're not nervous, you shouldn't be playing in a grand final, but, but then nerves should um, carry you through to a, the holy grail. And, and as Gerds again said, that it's... Changes lives. I don't think I'd be here right now if I didn't win the grand final in 1991. It's, it means that much to me and that much to the town of Penrith that this week I've seen nothing like it before. I've seen people just crying and watching newscasts. I've seen people, especially at my gym, crying watching things happen that you wouldn't ordinarily cry about. It's just been a very emotional week. Um, let's that, ha- let's ju- that, that gym of yours <laughs> has never been given as much publicity. What a boon for MG. M, my comrade, thank you, M, for that. By the way, who started it off? And uh, no, that's not. Yeah, but I just, it's, <laughs> I'm joking. Yes. I know you are. I know you are. It's um, it's a special week. It's a, it's just a special week. My young bloke's here tonight with, he's 19, and he was, you know, he was two or three when 
Penrith the last one in the comp, so they don't remember. Now, they're, they're, their age and all kids at Penrith around that age, 19, 20, 21, have just jumped out of their skin. <laughs> they, they know all these players intimately. They, they, they love them. We just did a function before we came here across the road at a, um, you know, here at Homebush, and the, the Panther army is growing. It's just growing, and let's hope they can... Uh, look, if they don't win tonight, and uh, it, it's, I think they will win tonight, but win, lose, or draw, I think the, the Penrith club are on the the, the cusp of a dynasty. That's MG. He's supporting Penrith, obviously. Gerds, we know he's going to support Penrith. Wendell Saylor, it's going to be on you to just keep them on the straight and narrow. Uh, many, many premierships for you. How are you, big fella? Yeah, mate. It's, mate you know what? Driving here from Wollongong, I was excited. You know, around Gerds, and obviously he was on air, so I sort of forgot about that. But I'm excited for these two guys because when you've been at a club and you've, you've got DNA at a club, you've been a part of their history... It's an exciting day. You know, the Broncos haven't been here for a long time and, you know, the Dragons haven't been here for a long time since 2010 and I think 2006. But I'm so excited for the Panthers because of what they've done this year. Like, to go through this year and to do what they've done, I didn't even have them in my top eight, you know. I just I knew they were a talented team, but because Ivan was having that transition and obviously Nathan probably wasn't at his best last year, but I just can't believe how they've played this year, especially being in a bubble. Yeah. And a lot of young players there. And even to watch, we only just caught the end of the, uh, the the women's league there and the Broncos to win that. The Brisbane Broncos, obviously, wooden spoon. The women had won that. And they, they you know, very prestigious their third time. But I'm just really proud to be here. And I'm excited about calling this game because this is the only time, actually, this and Origin, which we're very lucky because over the next yes. six weeks, yes. we're going to call this and then call Origin. Yeah. It's the only time in Miss Rugby League. And today, for me, it's the first time that, you know, for me, you think about your mum and dads. I saw us through an Isaiah Yo, that his uncle was in uh, the Bali bombing. Yes, yeah. You know, and for me, it just resonates because this is not just about you. It's about your family. It's about the fans. When MG was walking out of the function, Triple M function over there at the locker room, they were chanting because of what he, because <laughs> of the skin that he's got in the game. Same with good. So, you know, may the best team win. And as I was sitting out there, Jerome Luai, mate, He's so relaxed. He's waving to fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's saying hello to the family. I've never seen a more relaxed team. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of 2003. Remember when the Roosters were like, they were like, they tightened up a bit against you guys, Gerds, and you guys were so relaxed. Well, if you speak to anyone that, that's played in a grand final uh, and not won it and then gone on to the next year to win one or in a few years time to win one, they always say about the relief they feel. Maybe you can oh, yeah, speak to that, MG, because oh, yes. it's not so much the joy, because, you know, you know if you've lost one, what the next couple of weeks emotionally is going to be like. These guys don't know that. They don't no. fear that. No. And and they, they're just going to go out there tonight, and as they've done all year, lay it on the line. Do you put stock in the fact that the, the Raw kids that have come through together, that's obviously a wonderful thing, and they've won all those junior comps. Do you actually, is that, they're, they're used to winning games, oh, the biggest games of their lives to that point. Now, in, you know, in all honesty, they're not playing against Cam Smith and Cam Munster and mm. Nelson Asifa Solomona. So do you put stock in the fact that all they've known as kids is winning? It's habitual, Dan. And they and, and it's not so much about... It's 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 about expecta- expectations. And it's almost an arrogance. And you can see it in the way that they play. They expect to be better than the opposition. They expect to dominate the opposition. They've done it all through their juniors and someone needs to tell them or prove to them that they can't do it on the big stage. Yeah, I'm with Gertz because I've watched a lot of these Penrith young boys, you know, come through because whether it's my young bloke or even been at the Dragons and I remember there was one game there uh, in the finals, SG Ball, Anthony Griffin was there with Gus Gould 
and that they were behind by eight or ten points with about ten or twelve to go. I'm not sure which Penrith team it was or those young players. And at no stage were they worried. No. They're just confident in everything they do. And, and I reckon that builds confidence because if you have a look at them, what they've done this year too, even the Roosters went bang, bang, bang. They're up 10 or 12 nil. But there was a, they weren't worried. They were just like, okay, boys, 12 points. No, no problems. Even against CSS, CSS came back at them hard. And I know Adam Reynolds had a kick at the end of that game. to yep. But mate, they weren't worried. They knew what they had. I think they bombed three tries in that first half. But this team doesn't worry. And this team won't be phased by a superstar Melbourne Storm team. The pitch uh, looks pretty good, but can you, you'll notice, mm. boys, right in front of us. So the uh, the sort of uh, on the sideline, just across uh, from the, the fence, it's starting to puddle up. Yeah. Um, now, if this rain continues, well, it's going to be sloshy. Dave, as immaculate as the pitch looks, and these days it doesn't chop up the way it used to, it's certainly going to be a factor, you would imagine. I mean, we're an hour and a half away. From, and 7.30 local time is the kickoff, by the way. I think we might have said 8 o'clock in the promo there. But 7.30, so 6.30 Queensland, um, and the rain not letting up at this stage. The general consensus, MG, is that uh, it favours the, the storm, these sort of conditions. Their record in the rain is pretty damn good. Mm. Do you see it that way? Look, I think it nullifies someone like Happy Coruscant out of dummy half. It has been so good, so, so good for them this year. But also nullifies someone like a Pappenhausen who was used to them. Look, I, I, honestly, Dan, I think once you get to the, this, this time of the year, and you mentioned so many times that this is the, these two teams have been the best all year. They've got ways and, and methods to combat any type of situation. I know Penrith have been training with wet, heavy balls all through the week. Yeah. Um, Gee, that must have been hard for them. They have been in a bubble. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, no footage of that available. But, uh, um, yeah. um, but I know that there is... There, look, and you know what? I think that's more so psychological. Yeah. Because it doesn't... We've done the same thing back in our day. We, we You know... Heavy balls, and you train with them. You, you you go out in there, the ball, and then they'll find that there's nowhere near as bad as they they thought. Like us tonight, I don't know. I think the kicking game. Nathan Cleary is the best kicker in the comp, mm. and if he can get that ball down as far as he can, um, each each set of six, maybe on the fourth, look to him to maybe kick on the third or fourth. Hey, but just quietly, Cam Smith's not a bad kicker either. Just quietly. Oh, and Jerome Hughes yeah, and, and Munster, but know, no, no one like no one like Cleary, but yeah, I know, but he's good. But Cam Smith's been doing this for time and time again. Cleary's what three or four years into it, so when push comes to shove, every time you watch Cam Smith play, like it's he's not playing like it's his last, but he's just so confident, and it's the way it, he's the puppeteer. He's, he's, the the go- he's, the, he's the goat. I don't yeah. think it really suits anyone, Dan. To be honest, I mean, this isn't great for rugby league. It's not great for a spectacle. You got two sides that can. They're good enough. Generally, you get to this end of the season and there's a few few strings of the bow. You've been able to win in the wet. You've been able to win from coming behind. You've been able to, you know, lead and then go on and shut out games. And, and you've been able to do all that thing. So I don't think it really suits anyone. But I, I do know that both of these sides will adjust their games accordingly. And, and I think in relation to Penrith, what they've done well all year are the fundamentals, the basics, the high completion rates. They always get to their kick. They always know where they are on the field. Their kick chase is always really good. They play with lots of energy. They contest every play. So that's all they need to worry about today, Dan. Melbourne, exactly the same. Melbourne have got probably more of an expansive game. We saw that last week where they just out of their own end like to, you know, put holes in the defence on the edges, then go back through the middle, and then they've always got a plan, and they play with some nice expansive passing. Yeah. But they mightn't be able to do that tonight. But then it just brings Cameron Smith back into the fold where he just keeps it around the ruck and he gets his forwards going through the middle. They get to their kick and they try and force errors. I don't don't want to be a winger or a fullback in this weather, Dell. 
Oh, that's, yeah. that's the one position, I, I, the two positions yeah. I don't want to be. How hard is it when it's wet weather? Yeah, no, it's very hard, but like. This is where, like, a guy like Billy Slater is, like, he's mentored Pappenhausen. I think a guy like Pappenhausen, he could really rise here. I know that Tedesco's a massive chance of playing Origin, but someone like Pappenhausen, mate, he won't care about the conditions. Weren't, um, how many times man of the match in Origin? Once or twice? Uh, only once. But it was in awful weather, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah no, it's 90, 99, I think, the first draw in Origin That's series. a good memory, so, Dan. Yeah, so great, great memory from Well, me, he yeah. tells me about it every <laughs> day. Well, how could I forget? <laughs> no, I've been very lucky. Oh, that's Tadu, that's it, Tadu, 1999. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> M-O-M. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no, well, Triple M rocking the footy for Ream Hot Water. Steady, hot and strong. You've been with us for years at Ream, and we thank you once again for your support. And Maccas, where you can tackle the heat of the new McSpicy. It's about 13 degrees today. It actually is not a bad night for a mix, although any you could be in 40 yeah, degrees, mate, MG. Yeah. You don't care. A mix spicy any time. Um, and, again, Maccas have been with us all year, as have Ladbrokes, our uh, uh, partner in 2020 with Tommy Hackett again doing the honours on this grand final night. Tommy, hello to you. Hello, boys. I, at some stage this season, I didn't think we'd get to this day, but it's great we've got a grand final, and it's, uh, I think it's going to be a grand final for the ages as well. Yeah, uh, it shapes as an absolute thriller one way or the other. Um, the punters seem to be only going one way, though. Yeah, the Melbourne Storm have been really popular all week, especially earlier in the week. It was one-way traffic for the Storm Day. Are still a dollar seventy favourite. A little bit of money has come for Penrith Panthers over the last forty-eight hours, but they're still the clear outsiders here at two dollars forty. It's been a pretty good go for the Melbourne Storm, who have just so much grand final experience. Well, talk about that. I'm looking at Pappenhausen as first try scorer or uh, Sully, mate. There's just so many try scorers there. Um, even Josh Adokar, he's playing unbelievable at the moment. Five of the last seven first try scorers in grand finals, wingers. There you yeah. go. That's right. You, you yeah. can't win games without them. Yeah. Josh Adokar is the clear favourite here, boys. He scored the first try in grand final before. He's $8.50. Good money for Vinavalo. He's been nine, $9 now. Ryan Tuo has been popular at $11. Josh Mansell is a really good try scoring form at $11. But I agree with you, darling. Ryan Puppenhausen at $15 yeah. is well and truly over the odds here. Yeah, Tommy, it's usually the playmakers that dominate the betting with the Clive Churchill. Is that any different this year? Yeah, Cameron Smith's the clear favourite here. It's probably the one accolade in rugby league he doesn't have in the trophy cabinet. He's the $4.50 favourite. No surprise that Nathan Cleary's been really popular as well. For the Penrith Panthers, he's into six dollars. I think the value in this betting market though could be Cameron Munster. He's currently eleven dollars, and we know that the halves definitely are always favoured in uh, Clive Churchill uh, in reckoning. So I think it's eleven dollars Munster as well and truly over the odds. I'm going to ask you boys a little later who might be an outsider that you could see featuring mm-hmm. in the uh, yeah. in the Clive Churchill uh, reckoning. Tommy, thank you once again, and thank you for season 2020, mate. Uh, it's great to have your support at Ladbrokes, uh, and there are so many markets on this game, by the way, something like 150-plus. Uh, uh, Ladbrokes, that's the place to go. But once again, to- you have a good summer, mate. We'll speak to you hopefully in 2021. Good Tommy. Good Tommy. Thank you, boys. Much appreciated. It's been a great year, and I uh, really enjoyed the work you've done this season as well. Thanks again. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Thanks Tommy. All right. Yep. Actually, we'll probably You're speak too kind. during Origin. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so uh, I, I keep I forgetting. Gonna I was going to say, tell Grant we'll catch up with him soon, too. Yeah. So uh, I keep forgetting we're back Wednesday week in 10 days for Origin in Adelaide. So, oh. Do you organise that round of golf with Carl Hooper, Wendell, mate, or are you just all talk, I, mate? I leave it to me. Does he live in South Australia? Yes, yes. Oh. He's, married, he's married to Adelaide girl. I've oh. got, I got, I got this, Dan. I'm going to text Adam Gilchrist soon. Oh, <laughs> mate, you fair dick. Uh, Emma Lawrence is going to bring us some interviews uh, in the build-up uh, to the game, and uh, we'll have one of those shortly as we get you ready. It's the grand final live across the Triple M Network. A Triple M NRL classic grand final moment.
1980. Steve Kieran, Canterbury Bulldogs. Ripple injects himself. The kick and chase situation. It's Gearin. Oh, he's taken on the ball. It's a try. And it's a magnificent run. Oh, out of nothing. And that's the grand final. Mossop's got eight. Vareem Hot Water. Triple M Rocks Footy. Thanks to Reem Hot Water. One of the uh, bits of intrigue this year, or the, uh, leading up to this game, Penrith and Melbourne, has been Brent Naden. Would he be used? Looks like he'll yeah. be on the bench. We will get confirmation shortly, but Tyrone May set to start. Brent Naden will play, but on the bench. Emma Lawrence has got a special guest. Hello, Em. Hello, I've got our very own Peter Sterling. Sterlo, it is very wet and windy here on the sideline. Who do these conditions favour? I think the general consensus, Em, is it's Melbourne, but I'm not quite sure about that. I really like what I've seen from Nathan Cleary in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Cameron Smith, we know, likes to kick early in the tackle count, uh, especially after points, and you'd think that that would be the case today in these kind of conditions. But Nathan Cleary kicked third and fourth tackle last week as well, so that's going to be a great battle. Um, I don't know if the conditions favour either side, to be honest. Uh, it'll just mean it'll put a lot of emphasis on that kicking game and obviously their defensive um, efforts. Up to you, boys. Sturlo, hello to you. High scorer or low scorer? Oh, I think low scorer. Dan, both these sides are very good defensive teams. They're the two best defensive teams this year. And, and again, in these kind of conditions, you know, that's got to be the, the foundation of your game. So I think they'll go out um, very much with that in, in mind. I think the opening 20 minutes is absolutely vital. We know that Melbourne are such great front runners. If they can get in front, you know, the likes of Cameron Smith and Jerome Hughes might be able to just kick them home. Pete, as a playmaker, how do you change your game in these conditions? Well, I don't think... Well, you shorten up the passes. Um, I, I guess, you know, again, it's all about playing in wet weather, as you know, Goods. It's just about getting to the kick. So both teams will be very, very conscious of that and strong defensive, keep the passes short, high completion rates, and try and play at the opposite the opposite end of the field. So if errors occur, uh, you know, they're not happening on your own line. But if you're, if sorry, if you're boy, team... sorry, Sturler, he's a oh, very busy man. Okay. He's in demand. He's got to go. Yeah. We'll catch Beautiful. up with him later. Thanks, Sam. Sorry, Thank guys. You. Have a good call. Thank Love you, Sturler. You, you too. He, he, yeah. Part of the Channel 9 team, but if yes. he just works hard enough, one day might be part of the Triple M call. Well, that's right. right. <laughs> he's going to rock the kid. He's going to rock. Dare to dream, Pete. <laughs> All right. So here we go. The official. Penrith team according to their own website so I think we can take this as uh, locked in and Tyrone May in Jersey 14 once again will start uh, and Brent Naden will be on the bench that means Mitch Kenny not being used now remember last week MG and Gerds that um, Kenny was used uh, initially as a bit of a back rower Um, or no he was used to replace Api Korosau who was injured of course he had a bung shoulder but then they were both on the field at the same time gee it's a big tactical it's a a huge tactical move by Ivan Cleary well it is Dan but but you need to think that uh, even though Brent's on the bench there. The swap with the switch with Tyrone May doesn't really mean that Tyrone May can't play at dummy half or in the back row or in one of the halves positions That's if needed true. because Brent can just then obviously go into the centres and Tyrone can just slip into the position that's needed if someone unfortunately gets injured. So it doesn't change a lot of their tactics, I don't think. What surprises me is the fact that I saw Rappi Carousel play last week in South here. He went off with a shoulder injury. Yes. Um, I, I don't know if that's 100%. I would think in these conditions you need a second number nine. Yeah. And I think young Kenny's probably unlucky not to be in the 17. I, I don't think it's – I don't know how wise it is taking a centre as your utility. I, 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 but, I'm thinking out loud here. I, I, I'm just – like, what, what benefits do you have when you've got someone like Capewell who can play centre? 
He can play back row. He can play yep. anywhere. Who can do that utility role? Bring another a young kid onto the bench like a Kenny who can play lock or hooker. And if Coruscant does get injured, God forbid. Who's playing hooker? But this is why Ivan, most of the year, obviously coach of the year, he's made most of the right moves. You're right, Del. He's backed his instinct there. Like, Naden has had a really good year, and I understand where he's going with the Tyrone May stuff too, because I think Gerd said on our show yesterday, defensively, a couple of errors there he was yep. worried about. Yep. But obviously that utility value of Tyrone May, you could... So, has he played much hooker, boys? Can I ask that? Yeah, oh, he gets into dummy half quite regularly. So he can play he's in probably the middle. Thinking, he's, yep. probably thinking, he's probably thinking Tyrone May could do a job there, because he's an absolute competitor. We know that. But, he, but I get what you're saying. He's the ultimate utility. Yeah. Uh, we are still waiting for the Melbourne Storm team to come in. It, it doesn't have to be named until bang on an hour before, and it's only 6.28 local time, so that'll be there in a couple of minutes. I guess the only real intrigue is whether Finucane starts for us for Solomon. Or yeah. We're not expecting anyone from outside the 17 to come in no. at the last minute. You wouldn't change that. So no. we'll have that uh, shortly now. A couple of other sponsors to thank this year. Mitsubishi and Sea-Doo, our scoreboard sponsors. Mitsubishi, you, I think you've been with us right from the outset. And thank you very much once again in 2020. And Sea-Doo. Well, today's not Sea-Doo weather. Well, it is out there. You can take your Sea-Doo out <laughs> in the, on the field. Yeah, you could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, it will be Sea-Doo weather shortly. So uh, uh, thank you once again for your support. And if you need, if, you need, uh, if you're looking for a jet ski, personal watercraft, Sea-Doo is the place to, uh, to get beautiful, luxurious. And they're not that expensive. I'm surprised how cheap they are, relatively speaking. They're, uh, they're very, very affordable. And Mitsubishi, of course, nothing can uh, frighten a triton. We've got so much to get through between now and the kickoff, which is one hour away as Triple M rocks the grand final live from ANZ Stadium. A Triple M NRL classic grand final moment. 1987. Cliff Lyons, Manny Ringus Eagles. Cabra would dearly love a win against the feed. Not going to get it this time. Back to Shearer. And the Lions. Lions has gone too strong. He's going to score. Yes, he is. And a great try. He's left O'Sullivan on the ground behind him. Cliffy Lyons is the difference in the opening stanza for Manly. Thanks to McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. It's wet and wild here at ANZ Stadium, but uh, the rain has held off for the last, what, 10, 15 minutes. I mean, it's, it's still going to be very damn conditions here, and I think there's a little more rain to come, although the radar a little friendlier. So it'd be nice if the rain stayed off during the game and uh, might just open things up just a touch. Mark Guy, Wendell Saylor, Ryan Girdler, Emma Lawrence and Dan Ganane here getting you ready for the grand final here at ANZ. 40,000 is the capacity and I reckon we're not too far from that now. 40,000 the COVID capacity and uh, in a few moments there'll be a lap of honour for some of the retirees. Because of the COVID world, we live in a lot. Uh, a lot of people farewelling the game won't be here, but um, there'll be a big banner uh, in their honour. Uh, so this grand final is sticking along as normal or as normal as uh, possible. Uh, the great thing about tonight, whoever wins, it's going to be remarkable. Uh, if Penrith win, it's historic because they've lost one all year. Yeah. So you, you you put them up with some of the great teams, but the Melbourne Storm. If they go on and win this tonight after upping and moving to Albury, mm. remember? Yep. Didn't know, it, thinking they might be able to go home to Melbourne and then be told, no, you've got to go the other way to the Sunshine Coast. And they've just been awesome. I, I can't help but think, Del, but if, if they do the job tonight for all their success, this might be the best achievement of the lot. Oh, look, I think so, Dan. And I think, 
you know, everyone talks about Cameron Smith and is he going to tie, but, look, you know, what I care about is, like, just the way that they've carried themselves. You know, they've been up the Sunshine Coast in the bubble. That's why normally we'd go, you know, Melbourne storm conditions, but, mate, they've been up Queensland most of the year. But, you know, this is one of their sort of mottos at the club. Um, if it matters to one of us, it matters to all of us. They've got seven nationalities through the Melbourne Storm. And that's something I was lucky enough to be um, coached by Craig Bellamy. He was a big part of that Wayne Bennett success back there at uh, you know Super League through that. And I can understand, you know, why. I think he, uh, he equals Wayne Bennett's record today of nine grand finals. Yeah, isn't that amazing? It's amazing. But, but I'm not surprised. But the way they've adapted, and everyone you know, used to blame the Melbourne Storm for the wrestle, which I understand. But then for them to change their game up this year the way they have, you know, it's like they've got to play an A, B, and C. And I know, I think they lost four or five games this year, four games. I think four games. Lost. Four yeah. games, but he's the thing. Two though. of them, that were, like, they had a yeah, the rest played, the rest very of depleted team. Yeah. We bang on about Penrith. Yeah, wonderful streak. But with Cam Smith, they've won 12 in a row. With Cam Munster, they've won 12 in a row. Yep. With Jerome Hughes, they've won 15 in a row. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So the two they've lost in recent times against Parramatta, most, you know, the guns were rested. And the last round where very few people of, 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 of note played against the Dragons. So really their last loss of note was against the Panthers and, and all the I way remember, back in round six. And I remember after, in the press conference after that, Craig Bell only lost by seven points and it was 14 all up until the 60th minute. And yeah. it was a battle in the middle. They got bashed up and, and Penrith actually got over the top of them there, which is something obviously that yes. they, you know, they would have worked on. Um, all season to get him another another shot at, at Penrith because you know what they like they lick their wounds better than any other club yeah. or organisation uh, in the Australian sporting landscape and and that's what they've done they've got themselves a bit another situation they get to go and play Penrith on the biggest stage the side that Craig Bellamy at the end of a question there. Their integrity, he said, you know, we were soft today. The forwards lost it in the middle of the field. They only yeah. lost by seven points, but that was a catalyst for the start of the turnaround of their season. Do you know what I'm saying? I've been lucky enough to be involved with Melbourne Storm just through the ex-Queensland boys and obviously Craig Bellamy. So when um, Cronulla beat them that time, I went to the dressing room and um, Paul Bunn invited me in there and Jason Rolls was there. And you could just, they were hurting. Cronulla outplayed them, obviously, but they, you know, they thought they were a real big chance of pulling that game off. I think in the right-hand corner down here, they missed a couple of opportunities. Will Chambers, I think, didn't pass on one occasion. Uh, Vunivalu. But they held on to that for 12 months. That yeah. was, you're right, Gertz. Yep. They're a side, they're, they're a club that doesn't let it go. So when they played the Cowboys here... Remember, I think there was an injury early uh, in that game. And John Fenson. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think he broke his leg on. But they destroyed the Cowboys. Yep. And I think Craig, uh, I think um, Cameron Smith said, let's take these blokes to a place they've never been before. So don't worry about the brotherhood of Queensland. Obviously, there's no Thurston and that. But, you know, that's that mindset of Melbourne Storm. And, and the, they've been beaten um, in the grand final by the Roosters that time. The Roosters just went th- straight to the middle. That's why the Panthers... They've got to go straight, straight through the middle, yep. but also on the edge, he's got to hit them. And that's why, as you said there, that's where Penrith beat them up uh, in round six or whatever. Yep. Same's got to happen today. If they don't do that, Melbourne Storm just get more confident and then, you know, the, the purple jugg- juggernaut just rolls on. We expect... Sorry, MJ. We expect Cam Smith to pull the pin, yes. Good. Just quick. I, I do, if, 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 if they win, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, ah, now, that's no. my question. If they win. If they don't win, uh, do you expect... I, I, think, I think he's... <laughs> what, uh, why would you... Like... You know, you get that feeling when you're... Like, I, I, I was 32, and I kind of had the feeling, but I didn't... I knew that something was amiss in my game until Roy Simmons, the then coach, who was my grand final com, com, comrade, sat me down and showed me exactly how slow I'd become. You've got to try and save yourself. 
from yourself sometimes. Well, I know that Cameron Smith's not in that category at the moment. He's he's playing 80 minutes at 85 kilos against 120 kilo blokes who run at him all game, and he never raises a sweat. This bloke isn't human. Let's fa- let, let's just put that on the table. He's not human. I've never seen a bloke player like him. We'll never see another one like him. To play 430 games in this competition? Come on. But, okay. <laughs> Come on. But can I be the devil's advocate here? So he knows, okay, if he was to stay, he's had a great career. There's a kid called Harry Grant yep. and Brandon Smith. I, I don't think it would be at Melbourne. Who's that, Harry Grant? I don't think it would be Cameron Smith at Melbourne. I think his uh, Melbourne I, days are done. I, I think I, I don't think he'll get another club, mate. For, no. for, for, for yeah. a kid, for a young kid to walk into Wayne Bennett's office with his mother and said, you know, you got Luke Prittis here. Um, I'm going to take my chances down at the Storm. You got a kid called Richard Swain there, or you got a young bloke called Richard Swain. I'm more chance of displacing him without being cocky and confident. I just I don't think I think Cameron will retire, and I reckon he'll get the send off here. He was on Matty John's podcast the other day, and. Um, he was uh, Matty asked, uh, tried to ask him a curly one. Oh, we, you know, which club would you prefer, Broncos or, or Gold Coast, yeah. if you weren't to play at Melbourne? And he straight away said Gold Coast, which makes you think yeah. there's no way he would answer that if he was going to do that. You know what I mean? Like he's not going. Yeah. I just can't see him going anywhere else within it. The way he smiled yeah. the last couple of months, good. The bloke looks like. I don't know, Dan. It's really hard to pick. I generally believe that he believes it's not in his best interest to have made a decision yet, so he's put it to the side, and he'll probably decompress at the end of the season and probably think about, okay, if I go again, you know, what are the pros? What are the cons? You know, obviously there's the Harry Grant situation, and there's... And, and, and there's the, the Brandon Smith situation. So he's got a, a lot to weigh up. But I, I generally believe that depending on today's result, it'll probably have a, a big bearing on that decision. Okay, I just won the you know, the, the comp or I haven't yeah. and I've got more in me. Yep. Um, he's got to take all the, the factors around what's best for the club that he's so self, selflessly played for for the last 19 or 20 years. So a lot to weigh up. Mate, I don't think he knows. All right, well, he might be doing this next year, uh, getting a farewell lap of honour at ANZ. Uh, players being honoured, Matt Gillett, Darius Boyd, James Graham, Ben Madalino, Aidan Guerra, Tim Glasby, I can see, Jason Bakuya, uh, and now they've just gone out of view. So uh, a stack of players. Orbo, Orbo. Mitch Orbison. Oh, well, what a, yeah. Yep. Joel, Joel Thompson. Yep. Ethan Lowe. Yeah, well, Joel Thompson's actually, isn't he going to Super League? Cam King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do feel yeah, when they yeah, realise, okay. particularly yeah. because he won't be coming back to That's the right, NRL yeah. because, of, you know, he's aged. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shannon Boyd uh, probably retired before his time, but a whole heap of them there just being honoured. Um, and well done, each and every one of them. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We're going to hear from Cam Smith in a few moments as Triple M rocks the grand final live across the nation. A Triple M NRL classic grand final moment. 2016, the Cronulla Sharks and Ben Barber. Another chance now for the Sharks. Strong packs on the right side. They go the blind as uh, he's gallop. Inside pass to Barber. It's a set play and it's a Cronulla try. The Sharks are in. They have saved the play for the grand final. A play we have not seen all year. Thanks to Reem Hot Water, Triple M rocks footy. to Reem Hot Water. Triple M rocks foot. Just 40 minutes to go until the 2020 NRL Grand Final. We will take some of Amy Shark, the half uh, the halftime, the pre-game performer. Uh, that'll be coming up 
in a few minutes. We've got Ryan Girdler, we've got Mark Guy, we've got Wendell Saylor, Emma Lawrence is with us as well, and a couple of other sponsors to thank. Coach Hire, once again, uh, a big part of Triple M footy in 2020. Thank you very much for your support. Tire Power, I think another original sponsor. You've uh, sponsored us uh, for a long, long time. And Seabus Super, thank you very much for your support uh, in 2020. Cam Smith is the uh, story of the game, certainly in the build-up, and he caught up with Channel 9 just a few moments ago. Cameron Smith, eighth grand final. Does it get any easier? Um, probably the, the understanding of the week, Freddie, and um, knowing sort of what's coming each day and, uh, you know, the, the expectation on the extra commitments that you have. Um, it's actually been nice to sort of sit back and watch all the younger boys experience their first uh, grand final week this week. Although it's been very different, you know, being up in Queensland and not being down in Sydney for the most part and experiencing, you know, the normal uh, functions that you that you go to during grand final week, like, you know, the, the Dally M's and, you know, the breakfast or the luncheons and some of the dinners and the fan days and all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, at, at the same time, it's been enjoyable, and uh, yeah, we're really excited about the opportunity we got tonight. Now, one of the biggest differences between the two teams is experience. How do you make experience count out there tonight? Um, well, you make it count by just coming up with the right plays, and I think that's what experience gives you. It, it gives you um, a bit of knowledge about the big games and, and what's needed. And I think from you know from my experience and the guys in, in our sheds is that um, these big games, the the little the little moments count. They they're the things that add up. It's not so much the big plays or the extravagant plays. Um, so uh, hopefully we see a lot of white jumpers around the small plays tonight. What do you see as your key job out there? Oh, I just uh, I just try to keep the team um, you know, with, a, with a level head and you know, obviously you know, Jerome Hughes is in the halves tonight and um, he's, he's a part of his, his first grand final with uh, Cam Munster who's been there before but um, you know, just trying to guide those guys around the park and both have been in very good form at the moment and um, young Ryan Pappenhausen at the back as well so we've got some really young exciting players in our team and I'm just the old fella out there just trying <laughs> to steer the ship mate and just keep everything calm. Does tonight's result have a, a gauge on your future? Uh, no I don't think so I think um, you know, everyone's talking about if, we, if we're lucky enough to get, get a victory tonight against Penrith that, um, that'll pretty much do it but that, um, you know, I think I've said all week and I've said it previous before this week, a, a result isn't really going to determine you know, my decision past this year. Um, my focus has been on this game um, and uh, you know, making sure that I play my role the best I can for Craig and, and my teammates and whatever the result is. Um, it's been a successful year for the Melbourne Storm, there's no doubt about that. And um, you know, But in saying that, we want to go out and win. Um, but you know, whatever the result is, you know, I'll have a think about it after this game and Whatever will be, will be, mate. You've stayed strong answering that question. Good luck tonight. <laughs> Cheers, Freddie. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Honestly, if you listen yeah. to Cam Smith in a rank-and-file round seven game, yeah. there's no difference, is there, between that and this game. Cronulla- he could be like a cult leader, Dan. He, I always get hypnotised when I listen to Cam. <laughs> mate, you, mate, you do. He just He's so composed and where he, where he takes you. You're just listening into every word and where he's going. You're trying to, you're trying to get something out of him, but he, he gives you nothing. He's been called many things, Camp Smith. He's never been compared to David Koresh. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite... <laughs> it took all this time. Uh, we've only got about 30 <laughs> seconds here. Cronulla mastered the art of nullifying him in 2016. They made him make 70 tackles. <laughs> that was the only way you could quieten him down. Do Penrith have the capability of quietening Cam Smith, gents? Yeah, of course. Uh, MP, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll run as much traffic... <clears throat> to him as possible and likewise Melbourne would do the same with 
Coruscant and, and, and uh, young Jerome Luai. Well, you know Coruscant, most tackles he's made in the game this year against Melbourne, 58. Yeah. Okay. So you, you would imagine Melbourne would try that same tactic. He controls that, Dan. Coruscant's the man. You can talk about clearing whatever, but if you want to... If you want to send your troops to someone in the opposition, it's got to come from the dummy half. Let's clear a break because, as you can hear in the background, things are just starting to warm up here at ANZ Stadium. We are 38 minutes from kickoff, but the pre-match entertainment coming up after this. Thanks to McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. With the help of Mo- Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a ream.